0: Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I'm Andrew Kahn. And I'm Ryan Zook. On this episode, we discuss the season-ending losses for the Michigan basketball teams and what comes next for those two programs. The hockey team won the Big Ten title. Where are the Wolverines headed for the NCAA tournament? We've got you covered coming up on Wolverine Confidential. All right, Ryan, just the two of us here as Aaron uh, went out to Vegas, you know, for the the, uh, little ncaa tournament action and some warmth uh he'll be back with us later this week though we hope (laughs) yeah we hope you never know when one goes to vegas but uh yeah i mean the ncaa tournament man did you watch a ton of games because there there were 48 on the men's side and i caught a piece of darn near every one of them and then with the michigan women in it i was i was on top of that one too it was a lot of hoops a lot of hoops this weekend
1: yeah i mean i I caught a decent amount i mean it's it's kind of just after the first two days it's like man i had some upsets that, that didn't yeah. go my way and it's yeah. like i kind of got fati- basketball tournament fatigued out and i mean the, obviously there was other stuff going on with with michigan sports on saturday and sunday as well so yeah i watched a decent amount and wasn't too happy with the results but yeah i mean it's been some exciting stuff man like oh, every year it's like all right you know what this is the year I feel like just, just pick the chalk. Like, they're the better teams, they're, they're going to win. Like, why risk and take an underdog when the other team's supposed to win? And then it's just, you see things play out, and you're like, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? And you just left. Disappointed after the first weekend, per usual, but it is what it is.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I lost the first game of the day on Thursday and then the second game and then the third game and it was just like, geez. I mean, I just, I went 3 uh, 2, I think to start. Yeah. I just kept lowering the bar for myself. <laughs> I was like, all right. Well, there goes the perfect bracket. All right. Well, you know, that's, you know, they're good. I still haven't lost a sweet 16 team yet. Oh, I haven't lost an elite by the end of the night. The first night, I'm saying, well, at least I haven't lost. Uh, my champion and that's still that's still true uh for me at least so so there's that you know you got your champion survived its first game so and still still going yes you went with alabama and all of a sudden doesn't? right
1: yeah but i yeah. mean in, in one of my pools is with like a hundred over a hundred people and like i mean both my champion teams are still in there. alabama and texas but i've my other two final four teams are gone like i didn't do well yeah. in the early game so it's like I guarantee you someone else at least has Alabama beating Texas. Uh, I mean, the first six people win money, but I just have a hard time. I mean, last time I looked, I was like in the 70th or something. So you never know, but I'm not liking my chances after uh, some other uh, of my teams are already eliminated.
0: It's always interesting that preseason AP, Paul, I've talked about it though. You know, uh, you know, obviously the number one team, North Carolina, didn't even make the tournament, but you had some other teams there that, that were up there. I mean, Arkansas was 10, uh, Creighton was nine, you know, and those two teams are, are kind of figuring it out now. Now, granted, some of the teams they knocked off were also, you know, up there uh, in, in the preseason rankings too. So sometimes you got to decide, but, you know, when you're looking for some, some sleepers, you know, Creighton was a, I think they were only a one point underdog in that game.
1: For me, I thought that Baylor, that minus one was a great play. I'm like, all right, Baylor's a better team. I feel like Crane didn't play that well at times this year. So I'm like, Hmm, this seems like a pretty easy bet for me. And I was definitely wrong on that one.
0: Yeah. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of hoops and, and yeah, a lot of, uh, you know, Michigan involved, uh, on, on both sides, uh, um, and, and plenty of other sports too. So I don't know, like where do you want to start? I feel like we've got the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, <laughs> you, you want to go in that order? You want to go in a completely well, different order? Maybe We were, end just, on a better we're just
1: talking about how poorly our NCAA tournament brackets have kind of gone so far. So, you know, let's go go somewhere on a high now and talk about the hockey team.
0: There you go. Sounds good. Yeah, Big Ten champs uh, beat Minnesota. How'd they do it?
1: Uh, they did it with um, a pretty... And just an impressive road performance against the top-ranked team in the country. I mean, just like last year in a road environment, sold-out crowd in front of ten thousand plus people. Last year they fell behind one and nothing in the first couple of minutes. They fell behind one and nothing early in this game too. And it's like, all right, you, the the building starts to get it into the game. the The energy's there for the the home team, but Michigan found a way to to hang around in the first period. They didn't generate much offensively but they kind of got a spark early in the second with a uh, freshman record McGroarty tying it up. And then 30 something seconds later, he, he gets a fortunate carom off the end boards and kind of buries another goal. And all of a sudden missions up two to one. And then from there, I mean, it was just fast paced hockey back and forth. Um, and once Minnesota scored, just an absolute highlight reel goal early in the third period to take the three to two lead. I'm like, ah, that's, that could be the dagger right there. I mean, that was been that highlights been showed on Twitter. I saw it blow up on Twitter. I mean, the the uh, Minnesota guy just absolutely <laughs> walked one of the Michigan defensemen, Stephen Holtz, and it just it did not look good for for Holtz. And um, I'm like, all right, that's that's a huge goal there. But mission again, battled back, tied it up, then um, took the lead with a little over eight minutes left to go, and held on for a four to three victory. And uh, I mean, yeah, that's. If you want to be playing, being in good teams heading into the tournament, and many people think that Minnesota is the favorite to win it all, um, and to to beat them on the road heading into the tournament, it's got to be a, a pretty big momentum boost for the Wolverines.
0: What does this mean for you know the head coach Brandon Norado, uh, first year interim tag uh, to go out and win the Big Ten? I mean, is the is the job his?
1: I mean, it, it would it would not be a good look for for Michigan to not give him the, the job. I mean, he wants it. Like, I, I've talked to like him, he definitely wants to coach at Michigan for a long, long time. So the fact that he took over with two months, two months before the season, had a 12-member freshman class. I mean, I'll bet it's a very talented freshman class led by Adam Fantilli, who just happens to lead the country in storing, but to... After all, everything that went on through the off season, to get these twelve freshmen to get up to speed, you, they lost six or seven scores from last year, including five first round draft picks. And the fact they're a number one seed and Big Ten champs again—I mean, how, how how do you not make him the the full time coach? And it's not just that too; it's he. he uh, the program, I feel like the, the culture really has changed in there. And like it's not just what players have said, but like even behind the scenes, you can tell things have changed and things are it's more a more conducive environment for I don't know, just people to be open and and, and you can tell on the players' faces, even at availability. Like they went through a lot this year. I mean, one of their teammates almost died from complications from a virus. Their equipment manager passed away from cancer early in the year. I mean, they've they've had injuries. Only two players have played all 38 games this year, so they've gone through a lot, and yet they're still left is uh, left the last team standing in the Big Ten and, and the number one seed. So uh, I, I've asked him quite a bit over the last few weeks, like anything new, and it's like, no. I mean, I know Ward kind of said, like they're going through a, the process right now. I'm like, well, uh, it might be time to finalize that process and and make him the head coach. So I'm I'm we have availability this week on, on Monday, and I'll try and talk to him a little bit more about that. But it's um yeah, it, you would think that it's his job uh, at this point, just based off of of what he's been able to do this year.
0: I remember talking about it when he got that interim tag about how Michigan, in a way, maybe backed itself into a corner because if they were a second you know, kind of a second tier Big Ten team, maybe snuck into the NCAA tournament or didn't make it, uh, or, you know, certainly didn't make a deep run and be like, well, what do you do now? It was kind of like, it wasn't a bad season, but it wasn't a great one. Either of the other options though, would make it easy. And, and they went in the, they went in the good direction and, you know, <laughs> obviously winning the Big Ten and now headed to the NCAA tournament. So yeah, you'd think, you know, a young guy like that. Um, and then with all the other factors you mentioned kind of makes for a no-brainer so where where are they headed uh in, in the ncas
1: yeah they are headed to uh allentown pennsylvania um and will open against colgate uh number four seed on friday night at 8 30 p.m um so yeah i mean colgate if needed to win the ecac ecac to to get into the tournament i mean they're number 25 in the pairwise, and they went on an incredible run during their conference tournament, uh, knocking off number two Quinnipiac and number six Harvard um, in the semifinals and finals, and I mean, all four other five games in the tournament were decided by one goal, including two overtime games, and that was also uh, in the in the championship against Harvard. So they're they've kind of gotten hot at the right time. I mean, definitely not loaded with with a bunch of draft picks like like Michigan, but they have a, a couple top scoring lines. They have a really good goalie, a Red Wings draft pick um so but i mean overall i think they the region is they got i think they got a really good draw in the region on the other side you have penn state who they're three and one against this year who they know really well um and again and then against michigan tech who uh who's had a really good year um but they're not they're built a lot differently than michigan i mean they're all about their defense and goaltending their their goalie is a, is a kobe baker award finalist and i i don't they definitely don't have the firepower michigan has so that um, It would be a good matchup, a little, uh, little in-state uh, uh, matchup to, for a chance to go the Frozen Four, which would be pretty interesting if, if they both win their first games. But it's a very, very winnable regional for the Wolverines.
0: Very, very nice. And then I see, yeah, that would take them. They get past that Frozen Four in, in, in Tampa, which I always find kind of amusing. But I know it's been there before, um, at least somewhat somewhat recently. I feel like it was there. Yeah, uh,
1: I think twenty. 16 or 2015 I think okay. I think the last time I was there uh Penn State or uh Ferris State was there it kind of went on a magical run to get there too so uh yeah I mean and who knows it's uh, we talked about the big 10 uh big 10 championship I mean it wouldn't be surprising to see Michigan and Minnesota meet in the in the national championship either so um yeah it should be uh should be a fun tournament um yeah a lot of good teams it's it, it feels pretty wide open this year so i mean that's pretty typically the case a lot of times in in the NCAA hockey tournament but i i truly believe that this year so it should be should be a fun weekend
0: yeah Minnesota the the number one overall seed on the completely other side of the bracket uh Quinnipiac uh the seeded team number 2 um that they'd meet in the semis and and Denver um, is that who beat him in the national that, championship yeah, that's last who, year? Or beat him in or beat or the semi Semis, semis. yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: And ended up winning it all. So.
0: On the other side was some familiar Ohio State. Western Michigan is in this thing. Yeah, should be should be fun. All right. That was the good. You want the uh, you want the bad or the ugly? I I feel like you might have thought the ugly was our NCAA tournament yeah. performance, but no, I, uh, that was Michigan men men in the NIT. That was the ugly I was referring you to. Know, I, I'm
1: actually going to throw a change up in here and and, and continue with some good here. I, I think we should All mention right. that it was a it was kind of a little bit of a championship Saturday for for Michigan. I mean, they did have yes. a a wrestler Mason Paris who won the NCAA championship at uh, the heavyweight. Is uh, a heavyweight so it went 33 and 0 this year and and knocked off the the number two ranked guy from penn state three times this season including the in the big 10 championship and then the national championship so i think yeah the 24th overall individual uh national championship for that program uh and then you yeah, have the gymnastics programs the the men won the clinched the regular season title and not surprisingly, the the women won their uh, won the Big Ten championship as well. So, uh, as the number number two overall team in the country, so uh, they're they're going to be aiming for their second national title. And uh, yeah, I mean, having beaten number one Oklahoma earlier this year, earlier this month, I think um, you, they. I'm sure they're feeling pretty good about their chances. So yeah, along with the the Michigan hockey team win on Saturday, there was it was mostly good for for the Michigan <laughs> athletics and. Um, yeah, not so good on the,
0: on the basketball court though. Yes. I, and I did have those written down here to, to get to, uh, I mean, I was going to note you've got, you've got bylines on MLive.com this week from hockey or this weekend from <laughs> friends, like a 24 hour period from hockey, men's <laughs> gymnastics, women's gymnastics, uh, football, some football stories yeah. in there. Uh, wrestling, uh, it was, you know, some NFL transaction stuff. you were, you were <laughs> yeah, a really jack of all did. trades yeah. in a short period of time. Yeah. Uh, I'm here just writing about the old basketball, but, uh, yeah, there was, uh, you know, both the men and women's, uh, seasons came to an end. Uh, the women was, was last night, um, against LSU, uh, Michigan was a three seed in the NCAA tournament, LSU, sorry, the six LSU was the three got to play on its home court. I thought this game would be closer. Cause I'm like, Michigan had struggled against the big Ten's best, right? Oh, and seven against those four teams that, that got high seeds, but they weren't blowouts for the most part um michigan wasn't fully healthy for all those games and i wasn't sure lsu was at that level i mean there was a reason lsu only got a three seed despite two losses all year (laughs) and it's because the non-conference was weak and the unbalanced conference schedule they only played south carolina once got crushed um you know got tennessee at home um the sec was kind of down overall um you know they lost to tennessee then in a rematch in the sec tournament so, I just wasn't sure how much they had outside of Angel Reese. uh first of all, it didn't really matter she alone uh could win them the the game. I mean, Michigan could just not keep her off the glass. Uh, I mean, so many of rebounds yeah, most of them off her own misses. She admitted to that. She's like, you know, I gotta thank myself for missing all those shots and getting the rebounds, but uh yeah. I mean, the, the, the numbers were, were not pretty. I mean, Michigan's defense was very good on LSU as far as, you know, missing, forcing misses. They missed 44 shots. They grabbed 22 of them. That's half, that's, that's half, you know, like we don't have these stats for, um, you know, for, for women necessarily, you know, the like Ken Palm stats, but the it, it should be no different on the men's side. And like, you know, the best offensive rebounding, uh, you know, team in the country, uh, you know, grabs 39% of its misses. That's Kentucky this year, like 39. This was, this was 50%. Um, So it was just, it was just unbelievable and and really frustrating for for Michigan to have that happen. You know, they only score seven points in the first quarter. The second quarter wasn't all that better, nine. Uh, So they're, they're just, you know, they're getting doubled up or eight, I guess. They're yeah. getting doubled yeah. up. 15 at,
1: points at halftime, really yeah. tough to win that way.
0: Yep. So they made a little push, you know, coming out of half. Um, but then, you know, a couple three pointers from LSU and, and, and that was that. So, you know, Michigan season ends in the second round. And, you know, as I wrote this morning, like when that's disappointing, that's a good thing. That means you're at a good place. And, you know, obviously they made deeper runs the past two years. Um, yeah, just, you know, again, not hosting and, and running into a, you know, very, very talented team in LSU. This was, this was tough. So. We'll see we'll see where the program goes from here. There's certainly some some questions we'll face this offseason.
1: Yeah, I mean that's, what, that's I mean t- tough way for kind of Leah Brown to go out too. I mean she's been rock solid for them all year and only three points on uh on, on Sunday. And it, it look, didn't look like she was fully healthy either. And that's just like last year when they lost Nas Hillman. That's a, a key uh key piece that they're gonna have to replace moving forward. But yeah it's like you said too i was expecting a little bit I, I expected lsu to win just because i know when michigan has faced top competition this year they just haven't typically found a way to win consistently but to see a, a 24 point loss is, is kind of surprising but yeah i mean overall the, another team that's battled injuries all year and, and to, to handle the first round opponent pretty easily and and to get to the set, second game uh we'll, we'll see what happens but yeah it's um Another should be another interesting off season.
0: Yeah. Brown is gone. Uh, Kaiser's gone. Cause they already used their fifth year, their COVID year. Maddie Nolan's a senior starter. Who's probably gone. Jen said one way or the other, but um, you know, Kaiser hadn't either. And, and Nolan could potentially be back, use that extra year, but Philly is back for sure. Um, You know, they had, they had some freshmen that made an impact this year. They'll be back. They bring in three players, all ranked in the SPN top 100. Um, like there's talent, there's talent in the program. There's talent coming. Uh, Kim Barnes-Rico said, "You know, doesn't seem like she's a huge fan of the transfer portal. Wants to develop players over time. You know, went there last year to bring in a player from Oregon State, credit Camp Schrader, and it, it. You know, she just was at a position of need, and yet never really developed into into much for Michigan. She didn't even play. Um, you know, last night. So, uh, yeah, I think they'll try to continue to do it. You know, with with four year, you know, players recruited out of high school. Um, the Michigan men." Their season ended in. It was fitting, but also frustrating. Like because you'd you'd seen it be so many times this year, last minute late game failures, and this was probably the worst yet. Um, they're up eight points with a minute left. They they had a chance to go up ten. Hunter Dickinson right there at the basket for a layup. He misses it, and I say right right then they lose this game. Remember that shot. <laughs> Vanderbilt comes down the other way, gets a. NBA style and one. I mean, the foul was well before the shot, but they're like, yeah, hey, we'll count it. Sure. <laughs> and that just starts Michigan, Michigan's demise. Um, three turnovers, um, as Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt puts on a full court press, uh, and, you know, leading to layups or fouls and made free throws and Vanderbilt closes on a nine Oh run to win stun Michigan, 66, 65 and end Michigan season in the second round of the NIT Michigan holds on there. They get to host, a game uh later this week with a spot chance to go to you know Vegas for the semifinals and you know continue their goal of trying to cut down some nets. But uh it did not happen. Uh and and yeah Michigan season ends as a result with a 18 and 16 record. Um I don't know. I heard from a lot of fans like immediately after this game got in inbox was filling up with things about Jawan and, you know, the late the late game stuff and you know the season in general. And it just seems like there was this mix of like happy the season's over, but still frustrated. Like you you get into it, you know, all right, you're right there to win it. It's like, all right, we're in the NIT. Let's win this thing. And it just, it just didn't work out. I mean, Michigan down, uh, 17 to five in this game. Uh, they score the first five points and Vanderbilt scores the next 17, but give them credit for battling back. But then, you know, especially without Jed Howard, again, Kobe Bufkin set out this game, raising some speculation about his, you know, maybe future at Michigan. So, uh, yeah, it was just it, w- it was a game that was representative of the season.
1: Yeah, I mean, and talk about a team with a lot of off season question marks. Like, oof, man, I mean, it's it could be a lot, seems like there could be a lot of changes on the horizon. And yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. Like as far as like the Juwan stuff goes, it's it, it, their late game, how they handled situations late in games this year did not work out. I don't know if that is. Just a a one off thing for this season, or I mean, if they can, or if it's more personnel. Um, but it's yeah, it'll, it'll be it's something that has to be addressed moving forward. But I mean, I don't know if one bad one off year, you can just say, all right, time to move on. I mean, it, right. but it, it yeah, so it's it's it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting off season. But I don't think it you can you can all right, the the program's on fire now, and you <laughs> need to <laughs> need to make right. drastic changes.
0: When you rank, you know, in the bottom of the, near the bottom of the country in the in the three hundreds and you know experience uh you know as far as just the the age well you know like the standing class standing of your of your players like that's that's tough to overcome and they had you know multiple freshmen in their rotation and you know a sophomore um you know no they had the two graduate transfers you know contributing um or, sorry just the one by by for most of the season with Jalen Well and injured so yeah I get that um and especially you know in the backcourt the guys handling the ball they were all young true freshman at point guard. So uh, yeah, that's, that's a factor, but um, you know, certain things you're putting the ball in Terrence Williams' hands, asking him to break the press late in that game. Probably, you know, you, you, you that's not setting your players up for success. So yeah, a lot of questions. It starts with just the roster, you know, who who's coming, who's going. Um, Jed Howard, I've said it. I expect him to be gone. Kobe Bufkin, if he gets a first round grade, like we're seeing him projected in mock drafts, typically players don't, Don't stay in school when that's the case. So we'll see Um, if he's borderline and Jed Howard leaves, he can say, all right, I'm going to get more responsibility next year. I can improve my stock Hunter Dickinson. I don't know. He flirted with the NBA the last two years. I'm not sure the NBA wants to flirt back. So like, is it overseas? Is it G league or is it another year at Michigan and some NIL money? I mean, that's what he's going to have to weigh. Uh, Every program has loses one, two or more players every off season. Uh, to transfer Michigan has been, you know, no exception under Juwan Howard. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to speculate on who those players might be. You never know. No one would have thought Frankie Collins was one of those guys that was going to leave last year, but he did. So there's that. Uh, you know, there's there's a transfer portal. They've already been in contact with certain guys, uh, you know, a kind of a power forward at uh Wafford, who, you know, is a good score in the post and can step out and shoot the three. He seems like he'd be an upgrade at that that power forward spot for Michigan. Uh so yeah, it's an important offseason for Juwan because uh, you know, you want to prove, like you said, yeah, you want to prove that this year was sort of an aberration, a blip. Uh, not, not like, all right, we're trending now in, in that direction. So, um, yep. Some questions to be answered about the roster and, uh, then, then we'll see what, uh, you know, where the pieces fall from there. Well, um, what were
1: they ranked in the preseason again? 22. 22. All
0: right. But again, you know, people like me, dopes voting on this thing. <laughs> there are certainly, like I said, you know, for all those, all those teams that kind of did put it together late, you know, the Arkansas, the Creighton's, um, you know, that was Michigan last year too, a a top Uh 10 team that then got to the sweet 16, um, you know, this year, yeah, more in the the back end of the rankings. And yeah, it was, as we discussed, it was like, it was a fine line between being, you know, let's look at the big 10. There's now one team standing in the, in the big 10 men's basketball tournament, in the NCAA men's basketball tournament, which is just unbelievable. And that team is Michigan state, um, you know, with, with Purdue going down and, you know, they, they, Michigan was in a similar boat to, to, to even Michigan State or, or Iowa or Illinois or Penn State or Northwestern, these teams that got seven, eight, nine, ten 10 seeds, uh, you know, they just, they, their resume wasn't, wasn't quite as good. So right. instead of, you know, just getting, you know, being among the last teams in, you know, they were among the last teams out um, and then, you know, kind of doing the NIT, what they'd, what they'd done all year. I don't think motivation was a question, at least for those guys who are on the court. Um, but, you know, again, just, you know, just something that had happened all year, you know, reared its ugly head again, uh, and, and ended their season. Um, so, so yeah, it'll be, uh, yeah, important, important off season. And, uh, you know, we'll continue, continue to monitor it all, um, all sorts of sports covered on this podcast. Was there anything we, we, we didn't mention, I don't know, the field hockey team dipping in the transfer portal for somebody. I, I don't know yeah. like,
1: we hit on so much. Yeah, no, I think that's good for the day. I mean, obviously there was pro day last week, but I yeah. mean, there's nothing, nothing earth shattering coming out of that. So, I mean, they did drills and they talked about it, and they want to be drafted and as high as they can be. <laughs> um, sure. But. But yeah, I mean, spring football still going on. It was a big recruiting weekend this past weekend, including the five-star quarterback Jaden Davis back on campus. So I uh, wouldn't be surprised to see some uh, 2024 commits here coming up. And and they, I forget they another part of Sunday is they landed another commit in the 2023 class too. A uh, a guy that uh, a four-star athlete who was committed to Notre Dame uh, backed out of his NL or got released from his uh, NLI. And Michigan kind of stooped him up and yeah, it looks like he's probably going to play safety for for Michigan a top 250 nationally prospect so uh, a nice little late addition there for the Wolverines and'll but to keep the, the recruiting momentum in future classes. It sounds like they built a, a lot over this this weekend and, and we'll have more throughout spring practices and at the spring game as well.
0: All right well, we'll be on top of it all on slash Wolverines and here on the Wolverine Confidential podcast. Thanks for listening.